Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Let me continue from where I left off the last time I came to stand here. Hallelujah. The month of July is our month of what? The fellowship of the Spirit. Open doors and salvation. Praise the Lord. Last week, Reverend Andrew took us through a very powerful synopsis of the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit as your helper. Hallelujah. Over the week, Bishop Botry took us through very powerful sessions on open doors and opportunities. Praise the Lord. I mean, some of you don't join these things, and I wonder why. Seriously. Please join, okay? It's for your good. You don't know the meeting. The Bible says that blessed are those who sow among many waters. Blessed are those who do what? Blessed are those who sow among many waters. Because you see, one of the wisdom in taking advantage of an opportunity is to be able to know that I don't know which one will really prosper. You don't know which one God will use to turn your story around. Beside sowing, never hurt anybody. All may do well. Or some may do well. The parable of the sower, when he spread the seeds, some fell among other things, but at least some fell on good grounds. Blessed are those who sow among or along many waters. Along many waters. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So join every stream of uh, telecast, uh, broadcast we do. You don't know which water will be commanded to flow into your bosom to change that story. It may not be me ministering. It may be Bishop Boche or any of the ministers, but one word in your season, you at the right place at the right time with your spirit prepared is the word that will transform your life. Okay? The anointing you respect will bless you. Many people were around Jesus. Only few were blessed. That principle still works. I have a lot of uh, uh, pastor friends who, who run churches, okay? Most of the time, because of familiarity, outsiders come to do, go to those churches. You see, when my father in the Lord comes here, or Prophet Udro comes, or whoever comes, you see how you are excited. There are people around them who don't receive any blessing. And so those people don't provoke the, the prophetic anointing upon them. Or they, anytime Bishop Osetu comes near me, he as when we are at Isafo, anytime he enters my office, I sit and I say, I say, ah, office, I did me many be. I fall into a trance. Then you start prophesying. I say, what is it around you? I said, Master, the fact that you have become my friend does not mean that I'm going to familiarize. No, 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 no. You carry something. So when you are coming, I make 
sure that I tap into the atmosphere. I place a demand. Every man of God is a man and then of God. You can know him as a man and you won't receive anything. As a man, you will smell his sweat and flatulence. Which one is it? Oh God. And so you see him as man. But if you see him as a vessel that God can use, then at any point in time, the God of that man, knowing your need, will pass through him to bless you. Because there is a demand. The woman with the flow of blood said, if I, I will but touch. People were pressing to Jesus, into Jesus. Oh, Mesomene is that popular man, no. But somebody touched with a demand and there was solution. I've realized people who try to, who come near me with an honor, I don't pray. As soon as we are talking, the atmosphere opens. I start prophesying, I start picking plenty things up. All the time. All the time. I always talk about Reverend uh, Barry and his wife. Every time they come around me, of late, I don't even say it with, uh, let them know that I'm speaking. But they still pick it up that Papa is prophesying. Every time. And every time I give them a word, maximum one month. Maximum. When they were about to travel, they were coming. Papa, you told us this will happen. It has happened. Papa, you said this will happen. Papa, you said this. Will and when they are telling me, I start picking new ones. Every time they are telling me the testimony of what I told them the previous time, I start picking new ones. It has been like that. I lie. But you, oh, don't mind that apostle guy. He will tell you it is well. The first prophecy I have for you is it is well. It says, say to the righteous. If you are not righteous, you call me. I'll tell you, Master, I'll go and be afraid. But God has made you his righteousness in Christ Jesus. So the first thing I know, regardless of anything, is that it is well. And I mean it. It's not a cliche. The devil can kill you. That situation will not impair you. It is well. But the problem here is when I say it as well, are you receiving it as a word anointed by God for you or one of the sayings? Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. There's a book I've started writing and I like the title a lot. I like the title because, because it is meant to transform your mind. It is meant to, for you to walk in what heaven wants you to walk. Nobody can do anything about their mindset. How you think is who you are. How you process information and interpret them and act by them determines who you will become. What happens to you does not matter as how you respond to what happens to you. Do you understand me? A man of God was going to preach and his father in the law slapped him in front of the church. If it is you, will you preach? I'm talking about Bishop Hosea 82. 
His father in the Lord. Papa, always a chaff. Let me finish. He said, let's welcome my son. Do you know why he's happy? He said, those days, when he buys a suit, he will not remove the tag. Some of you are like that. That tag that they put on it. So when he, he will be wearing, when he gets he's wearing, then his father will take something and remove it. He did it one time for him, another time. Then the third time, when he saw him, he said, when I talk to you, don't listen. Remove this thing. If it is you, will you go and stand there and preach? You see, I've been talking to you about your heart. That's your heart. You see, that's your heart. If it is you, will you lead a worship session? You worship more to receive the anointing back. <laughs> if your father cannot discipline you, rebuke you, and you still humble yourself, you are not a son. Like my father in the Lord said, you are a bastard. And the scripture says it. We become too sensitive and picky. So we don't want to be corrected. Me, the pastor I served under, that is Reverend Selassie. You know him. Can, can, can any church member go and greet Pastor Charles like this? Pastor, can you? Let alone, Pastor, I want a hug. Hey, who born you? That thing, when you see him, you want to pass here. If you call him on phone, this is the response. Yes, Kasa. What is it? Oh, Pastor, um, I wanted to tell you. Hey, so you want to tell me something? You can't come to my house. You want to tell me on phone? But I cut that call. And yet we said, maybe Bishop Boche is a is prayer leader. He's supposed to be praying. Something is happening. He's not in on, or he is not in church. Then, maybe Reverend Robin comes to pick the mic recently, and this pastor comes and sees you holding microphone, and you are not. <laughs> you see how Reverend Selassie is laughing. The curses you receive. The curses you receive. Many of KCF members. Oh, want to. You know, I, I, I used to talk good about them. That They are very anointed, though, two ways. Very, very anointed. One of the most anointed men of God I have ever come across is that man and his wife. I kid you not. Sharp! In the prophetic. But, adieu. Not, 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 not. And yet we served. When Reverend Selassie finished school and wasn't getting a job, she received plenty. Many of KCA people, they followed me. I said, don't follow me to church. You cannot stay there. They came. Plenty. They didn't last two months. Two months, they didn't last. They didn't last. They all ran away. Say, hey. They're preaching. You know it is you. You are there preaching. You know, it's not, it's not that sound. You know that they are talking about you. And yet we served. I walked from Ghana Airways. Please, now. Walked from Ghana Airways to Osirigas. At a point in time, I was living at uh, Ablekuma Fan Milk. And my church, we had moved to 
Sakumono NTFC. And I'm the first person to get to church. Never late. First person to get to church. Last person to leave. That's why I keep saying your type of Christianity and your mind. I mean, I've never seen some before. What you have not done, they say you have done. You receive blessings. You just put your hand behind your back and say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Pastor, I'm sorry. Sorry for what? <laughs> you. Can you say no? No, at your home. You enjoy online. You enjoy. Hey! Say, Father, Father, give me the heart of meekness. Give me the heart of meekness and humility. And humility to walk before you walk before and, be and be blameless. That I may be blessed all the time. Hallelujah. The Bible says, when a king is angry with you, do not be in haste to leave his presence. Do you know that? There are kingdom mindsets I want you to live by. It will accrue to you. He said, my son, hear my instructions. It will be ornament around your neck and life and health to your bones. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Learn from this fly. Go home. Go and sit down. Hallelujah. Amen. Say thank you, Jesus. Yes. I've been speaking to you about opportunities. And I want to continue because I'll come to open doors, all right? Open doors and opportunities are in sync. They they reflect similar um, events. Praise the Lord. They reflect similar events. I've told you that one of the greatest gifts God has given to you and I as children of his kingdom is a gift of time. Is what? Gift of Everybody time. say the gift of time. The gift of time. All of us are here on earth. We are doing time. The last time I stood here, I told you to open Google and type in age calculator. Is that not so? Yeah. And I asked you to look at your age. One thing I didn't ask you to do was that if, when you do that, and let's assume that all of us have been given 100 years, deduct your current age from the 100 years. How many years do you have more? And life can be represented with a dumbbell-shaped uh, graph. There's a period where, because of the economic situations that we find ourselves in, it's called preparation time, okay? Dependent on certain situations, it was between from age zero to age 25. You are probably preparing. Even if you have come out of school, you are still a dependent. You understand me? You are still not doing much. Then from 25, sometimes because of situations, even from as late as 35, and in Africa we say life begins at 40. So sometimes it's from age 40 that you are out of the preparation state that life begins to show up small, small for you. You start being able to earn some few things and put things in place. Then up to age 60, 65, the body begins to bore. And 
even though within that period, you will still think in your mind that you are a youth. So, when pastors meet small church members in a soccer field, the church members will catch the pastors and score them 21-0. The church members are not born again. They don't respect their pastors for scoring plenty. Praise the Lord. Because they can't, they can't run. You see, when you start seeing say, your stomach is like my own has started coming out, it's not a sign of good life. Oh, boy. you are, in your mind, you think you are as strong as when you are 25. When I was young, I used to carry two buckets, 30, 34, two, full. Climb staircase, go and pour doing. Recently, I tried doing that. I said, <laughs> I couldn't lift it up. I, when I carry those two buckets, I bring it to my waist. I said, I refuse to be. And, but this one, it's not by confession, though. Hallelujah. You will feel strong, but you can't deceive the body. You can't deceive the body. Very soon when you are standing up, you see that your waist is telling Master, be careful with me. You used to do exercise, you do it. Now, you see that, hey, you hear quack quack. <laughs> so you see that there is a certain kind of work you can't naturally do anymore. Because the strength of man is reducing. Your body is retiring. Dependent on how you took care of it. Dependent on the food you eat. I'm tempted to go into another stream and my time is going. The food you eat. There are kids here, but I'll, let me polish my words and represent them. Stop feeding, women, stop feeding your husbands with sugar. And when I say sugar, I'm not talking about beverage. I'm talking about there is too much sugar in every food we eventually prepare. Some of you will go to, you have bread, you finish white bread, you finish uh, 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 bread boutique in one day. Sugar. Some of you, you like flour. All the flour you are pouring into is sugar. Some of you, you are addicted to coke. That is why most of you, you have issues with your mucous system. Every time you have an inflammation or a problem with your mucus, a certain part of your body where it is there, you will fall sick in that area. When you, you notice that now you don't eat a lot, but you are always bloated, you feel bloated. Check your liver. Your liver is giving you signals that it is becoming weak. You can heal it. Your, the liver is the only organ that when you cut it can regrow. All you need is to do some, there are a lot of uh, juices you can do to detox your liver and it will become healthy. You see that your stomach is no more bloated. Bloated stomach is not a sign that oh, you are putting on weight and you are a healthy life. It's a sign. When you, you see you've eaten small, but you are bloated and you are always too thin. Fush, 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 fush. 
especially when you go and sleep. And then we realize that you keep waking up every uh, one hour to go and pee. Kidneys are alerting you. Please, I'm telling you, let me tell you, God gave you this body, okay? And he wants you to keep it. You are a co-tenant with his spirit in this body. Keep it well. That thing you call party food is not healthy living. Let me tell you something. The food and the natural food and things that you don't like, which you think is a young for Adrian, poor man's food, is the most expensive food in the U.S. and in the U.A. And the junk food that is expensive here that you like to eat is the cheapest food there. It is the food that gives them the cancer and the inflammations. No, I hamburger. Double-decker. With cheese. Then you wash it down with one liter Coke. 1.5 liter Coke. And you think you are chilling. No. You are dying. Then you sit down in an AC watching Netflix. No, that is not the life. It's the death. You are messing up the body. Do you understand me? Look for nice food. Eat green grass. Green grass like contumere, uh, cassava leaves, spinach, broccoli, onions. Learn to cut fruit. Reverend Boche says, fruits like sly sausage. <laughs> eh? From time to time, you do some nice coconut with granola soup. You say, okro. Yes, okro. Sometimes soak okro in water and drink it. You see, you are... <laughs> See, that's why I don't want to talk about these things again. Let me give you one last one. Some of you ladies that keep saying, I want to give birth, miracle birth, no pain, no descent. Let me give you one secret. Okro, the seeds, the seeds, the dry ones. When you are about to give birth, the day you are about to give birth, get plenty, chew it. Your dilation, quick. Childbirth, quick. That day, sharp. Go and do research. Don't take my word for it. Go and do research. Everything I tell you, don't take my word for it. Go and research. Because it is slimy, you don't like it. I told you about fenugreek. How many of you have used it? Fenugreek. Every, every month, you have painful menstrual system. Do fenugreek tea. Drink it and see whether you will ever go through that painful thing you have been going through again. That will be your end. Some of you, because of menstrual pain, you won't come to church. About, uh, why didn't you come to church? I was not well. I know you were well. You don't want to tell me, say, I am my area. Me, I will tell you, watch the food you eat. You do Milo. You pour plenty sugar inside. Then you fry eggs. 
you put all manner of concomitants inside. Your bread, one loaf, then you open it, then you put the... Then, then you pour a uh, condensed... Uh-huh. Then they press it, then they put it in the microwave for the condensed milk to dissolve into the thing. Hey, yeah, man, son. When you finish, then you say, I want to lose weight. You lose matter, matter, not weight. Take good care of the body. God has given you the opportunity of time. Time is important when you have good health. Do you understand me? If you have time but you don't have good health, you waste opportunity because opportunities is locked up in the seasons of time. Do you understand me? Everything you, after age 65, 70, the rest, whether you like it or not, your body, it's only in Africa that our politicians, they are 70, but they still want to be in power. No wonder their, rest, their output is like their age, useless. Because how can somebody very close to the grave plan for your future? His wisdom, he's supposed to be at home. And then you, the young man coming, he will say to you that, look, I've gone through life. These are the mistakes. So avoid this. Do this. It will help you. Then with you, who will enter the future you are planning for? You add his wisdom, you will get there. 75 or your campaign. Imagine that your forefather, your great-grandfather, built a business. Increased it. Where he ended, your father took over. By, and your father built homes. Will you be afraid to get married and be worrying about rent in Spintess and wherever? The Bible says that a good father, he leaves an inheritance for his children's children. What inheritance was left for you? Do you know the inheritance for you? That's what you are doing. I break, I break today. I pray for you that by the time you are about to exit the earth, your children, your children's children will have substance to start life with. I pray for you and that this atmosphere that you will, before you leave the earth, you will gather your sons and your daughters and their grand and see Jacob. The grace that was upon Jacob, may it come upon you. He gathered his son, Joseph, and his grandchildren, Ephraim and what's his name? Manasseh, and bless them. And then he gathered himself and left. You will not die a foolish death. You will nothing, you, you will know it is time. You will bless and say, Abanabo, Father, here I come. Ote. That will be your portion. You will not die in an accident. Before you die, before you leave the earth, you will gather them. You, this one is for you. This one, go ahead and take this one. Grandchildren, that plot of land, that 40 acres, all of you, two, 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 go and take it. That will be your portion. I release it upon you. Women, stand up for me. Every lady here, stand up. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. 
the grace on the Proverbs 31 woman, let it come upon you. He said, she considers a field. Let me tell you, you will buy lands. You will build homes. You will be wealthy. The Lord will make you homekeepers. You will marry men and your grace will make the men wealthy, strong, and respectable in the gates of life. I decree upon your life that the devil will not use pain of marriage to disturb your destiny. I pray for you that the devil will never use any curse against you. You will not marry the wrong people. When you marry, you will be loved. When you are a grandmother, you will be blessed. Before you leave, you will bless your generation. And your generation shall call you blessed and highly favored. Let the grace that came upon Mary and Elizabeth come upon you. It's, the angel said, you highly favored amongst women. May that grace come upon you. No woman here will become a useless entity. You are a suitable helper to the destinies of life. You are made the opportunities of a suitable helper fall upon you. May you identify your destiny. May the right men come near you. And if you are already married, I pray for you that God will wear you that mantle like a garment. Walk in greatness. Walk in relevance. Discover your destiny. And excel in Jesus' name. Amen. Please take your seats. And, and let me add this. The time now is up already. Let me add this. When you are building your home, okay, your family, don't teach women how to cook and leave their boys. Cooking is a survival skill. If you are a man here, you don't know how to cook water. Water. Please, from today, enter the kitchen. Learn. Learn how to cut onions. Let it enter your eyes more. Then understand that food is cooked before it is eaten. When you finish eating, gather your plates. Clean after you. Take the plate to the kitchen. If there are dishes there, wash it. Clean it and arrange it. The kitchen is not for women. When Abraham met the three men, who went to cook? Was it his wife? We are African men. Massa. Same African men. When they go to UK, they cook. Because they've entered a new culture. They sweep. Start here. It doesn't make you less of a king in the home. It doesn't make you less of a leader. My kids are here. I cook for them. I cook all manner of dishes, all manner of dishes. It's not Indomie. It's not Indomie. I, I'm not talking about Indomie. It's not Gary Sokis. It's not Sarilak. Some of you guys buy Sarilak, then you'll be eating it. Competing with your babies to come. What kind of fever is that one? 
I think now that they, they've done Sarah Life for adults too. Yes. Teach everybody to be responsible at home. Do you hear me? Teach them how to wash with their hands before they teach them. Speak local, your local mother tongue with them. My biggest mistake is to speak was that I introduced them to English. Go to my children and speak tree with them. My mom came to the house in Christmas. He told Jojo, Jojo Kofa Jane and Ebra. Jojo went to the storeroom. Jane! He <laughs> doesn't know what Jane is. English is not our mother tongue. If I speak she and I bar, you won't laugh. If I bar in my English right now, you will laugh at me. It's not my mother tongue. Have you seen the Japanese and the Chinese? They don't care about the English language and they are prospering. Teach your children how to speak your mother tongue. They will learn English at school. They will learn English at school. Do you hear me? And that's why I thank God for the life of uh, Reverend Keith and Mrs. Arthur. They've done really well. They've done really well. Beulah can speak she. They speak it with them. They don't speak English. My biggest mistake. Praise the Lord. Let's go to the word before we go home. Everybody knows about Ecclesiastes chapter um, 9, verse 10 to 11. Let's read. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10 to 11. Please take your pen and paper or note taking and write something down. Okay. Whatever your hand finds to do, uh -huh. do it with your might. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it. Let's go. Do it with your might. Mm -hmm. For there is no work or device uh -huh. or knowledge or wisdom uh -huh. in the grave okay. where you are going. In other words, there is a certain realm of life called the grave. Activities that comes with the opportunity in this land of the living is not present there. So in John 9, 4, Jesus says, whilst it is day, I work. He said, the night time comes. No man, no man can work. There is, there is an opportunity to be able to do what you can do, what heaven has ordained for you to do. And he says, whatever your hand finds to do. So whether you are in that preparation period, the period I mentioned between 1 to 25 or 1 to 35 or 1 to 40, don't waste that period. Whatever, if it is education, prioritize it. Even if you are done with school, when you are done with your first degree, the first 10 years after your first degree is opportunity to discover yourself. So within that period, you can do multiple masters or multiple work to discover which area you belong to. That is why I tell people who get the opportunity to finish
finish first degree, the best job to find to do, if you want to work in a corporate world to gain a little bit of experience, is to do what we call um, managerial management trainee programs. It gives you the opportunity to rotate in an organization, different departments, so that by the time you are done, you would have known whether you are a, a, a finance person, an accountant, a marketer, and then you can position yourself and, niche and become who you want to be. Do you understand me? Because our educational system, unfortunately, how many of you saw the video I put on the platform the last time? About the man of God who was telling you that your educational system is programmed to make you poor. It is, the reason why I put it was because of that statement. It is true because I've been saying it. The educational system we have in Africa is, is meant for you to become useless and a beggar. You can never be rich working for somebody. How much would a person pay you? Do you understand me? But working for somebody is also part of life. It is a training ground. So there is no shame in working for somebody. Do you understand me? Jesus said, when you are faithful with that which is another man's business, your true riches. But the educational system is not, does not program you to manage your true riches. It teaches you to manage people's wealth. Poverty is not a lack of money. Poverty is the lack of knowledge regarding wealth management. If you get uh, 10,000 cities or 100,000 cities right now, the outcome in three months is as a result of whether you are actually wealthy or not. It is not the 100,000 that is going to make you wealthy. Most rich people, they don't even use their own money. They, 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 they take loans and use the loans, invest the loans in insurances. And they use the dividends of insurance to service the loan and get the capital and invest the money. So they sleep, they don't work. And then the money works for them. That is called wealth. So to be wealthy is to create value or a system of value that people will pay money for to the point where now that value I've created works on itself without your input. But you, when you get 100,000, the first thing you're going to do is to buy a car. Liability. If you're a single guy, the next thing you do is to look for a girlfriend. Biggest liability. I'm going to say something. It's not the mind of God. But I'm going to say it anyway because of um, what I want to teach you. It's not the mind of God, so don't take it to heart. I saw a post yesterday on Facebook. Somebody asked, what is the greatest financial mistake you have ever made in your life? 200 comments and counting. I got married. As if, as if a joke. But I be, first, I was going to insult them, coming from my kingdom mindset. But then I paused. Because the Bible says, much increase is by the strength of the ox. A woman in your life is not supposed to be a liability. But unfortunately, a typical, and Christine is not part of it, okay? Yeah. Christine, yeah. But 
You tell a typical Ghanaian lady, Charlie, I love you. I want you to be my girl. And she says yes. She is saying yes in the hopes that you have become her ATM. Within that same 30 minutes you are talking, all of a sudden, her mother is in the hospital. Her rent is due. That same day, before she met you, she was fine. Her brother has to pay school fees. Yes, the same yesterday, I saw a, a lady calling off a wedding because I don't know whether they were talking about old cities or new cities, but it was 200,000 uh, Ghana cities to go on a vacation because her friends have all gone. And the guy says, no. He says, you don't love me enough to take care of me, so I'm leaving. We are calling off the relationship. There was another one. That one, it was everywhere. A lady says, let's get married. I want my wedding to be bigger than... The man says, no, let's do something small. The lady said, goes for a loan. And comes, does not tell the guy that it's a loan. That's a big wedding. After the wedding, he said, it's a loan, so you have to pay for it. The, guys, the guy is devastated. The guy said, okay. I'm coming, I'll take my time and pay the loan. As soon as the loan is over, this marriage is over. As we speak, as he was writing, he said he has moved to another bedroom. Forgive me, but what foolishness from your ancestors is wrong with you? That you want to waste money on a ceremony at the detriment of the marital journey. Number two, number two. Yes, I know you have heard a lot of prophecies that we will do a lot of weddings, we will do a lot of weddings. Let me tell you my stance. You don't need to do engage. Wait. We married three times. Those of you who come to church to hear scriptures and word, forgive me, okay? Forgive me. Very soon, I won't do that again. When I come, I'll stand here. Point number one. Doors represent legal access. Write it down. You came to. Why do you do three weddings when you want to get married? That what you sign, the legal document you sign, is marriage. The country, the day you go to court and you sign, the country sees you as married couple. When you go to the family of the lady and you give the diary, that is second marriage. And then you come to the church to do wedding, exchange another, that's third. What is your problem? What you people call engagement is marriage. What the white man calls engagement is when he goes on his knees and he puts that in I am engaged you. In other words, I'm betrothed to you. That we will get married. That is engagement. What you people call engagement is called traditional marriage. It is marriage in itself. And at that time, most of you would have already signed. What is your problem? And you waste money at that private dinner. Why do you start life by digging a hole for yourself? Financial hole. Do one. Do one. 
go to the law court. They will give you 21 days. That On that 21st day that you will go and sign, gather your family. Let the people come. You go and sign. You bring the document. You exchange the diary. A man of God blesses it. You are married. Anybody who wants reception, give them one city to go and buy wache at Auntie Muni. Or they should eat breakfast. And that 10,000, 100,000, use it to start life. Build a business. Do you hear me? I, I, I want 100,000, 150,000 wedding. The, 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 the cost of your wedding will not become the foundation of a good marriage. And stop sewing foolish wedding gowns that exposes your breasts, your buttocks, your anus, and pay 20,000 Ghana CDs. You will come and meet me here. 20 bridesmaids. Or no, no, as a phone, as a bonnet. Then you go to some venue. They charge you. Meanwhile, what you are supposed to work on, the things that makes marriage last, your character, your responses, your attitude, your personality, investing in the spiritual side. And the worst is those who go for loans to do wedding. Are you sick? Say no. Are you sick? How did I get here? From Ecclesiastes chapter 9. How did Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10 bring me here? Okay, let's go to the message of the day. I want to talk to you about still divine opportunities and open heavens. Okay? Time is up. So, let me, give me 10 minutes and then we are out of here. Okay? Say, I am created by God. To live in the presence of God. To function in the presence of God. Say, I am a spirit being. Having a human experience. I have a mandate to dominate my world and to make impact by the spirit of God. I am well resourced. I am well advantaged to accomplish my destiny without fail. Nothing in the flesh, nothing in the spirit will stop me from manifesting my destiny. Hallelujah. So according to the, to the theme of the month, okay, we are supposed to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We are supposed to walk in open doors and we are supposed to enjoy the salvation of the Lord. Uh, Psalm 51, David said, do not take uh, away your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of salvation. Salvation is not just about escape from sin to righteousness. Neither is it just about escape from the, the uh, death into life. He said, for we have passed from death to life. Salvation encompasses everything and you can summarize it as the restoration of man to his original estate. Praise the Lord. Salvation is about you escaping the kingdom of darkness and being translated into the kingdom of Christ Jesus and walking as the emissary of the second Adam. 
What that means is that everything that God intended for you to be on earth is restored back to you. Much like the prodigal son who came back home and then he was restored to his estate. As if he had never left. As if he had not, not even taken away some things to go and waste. He was restored fully. And he was still going to share in the property that his elder brother was going to get. Because his father was still producing properties. Say amen. amen. Do you understand me? So when we say this, you are saved, we are saying that first of all, you have escaped from everything of darkness. You are no longer a slave to the devil. You have become a citizen of God's kingdom. You have become a, bra- a, a, a sibling of Christ Jesus. You are now seated with Jesus in heavenly places. Now, his kingdom, his mindset, his will is translated for you. And one of the biggest things, I don't have time to go into because it's a whole topic on its own. He said, as the father sent me, so sent I you. Before you get confused, how did God send the son? What kind of resources did God send Jesus Christ? And how did Jesus accomplish it? By power. He said, how God, how God, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing? Who went about doing? Because God was with him. So if Jesus says, I'm sending you as my father, in other words, how you, Evan, have been anointed by the Holy Ghost, with the Holy Ghost and with power, and you are supposed to go forth and do, because God is with you. Say, God is with me. Say, God was with me. I have the Holy Ghost. I have power to accomplish my destiny, and my destiny is sponsored by heaven. I I don't do anything by my own expenses. Therefore, when God tells you to do something, don't look at your pocket. Look at his pocket. Your destiny is not going to be sponsored by your money. It's sponsored by God's money. Your marriage, your life, your education is not sponsored by you. Do you hear me? So, learn to buy into the resource of God with your mind and with your heart. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The Lord, the one who is sponsoring my destiny, is the one that is going to open doors of opportunities for me. He is the same person bringing the resources necessary for my destiny to come. And these resources are in many forms. What are the factors of productivity? Production. Land. Capital. Oh, how many are they? Five? Or four? I thought they said it's now five. Check it for me. Check it for me. All these things God is giving to you by his spirit. He gives you the land, the capital, the labor, and the opportunity. Do you understand me? One of the things we used to teach when I was in my days as a competitive strategy student, one of the things that we used to teach a lot and we emphasize in class, I used to emphasize a lot, is the is the factor of perception. In competition, in the market field, perception is reality for many people. Do you understand me? Which is better, Coke or uh, uh, Pepsi? But a research was done. Okay, blind research. 
They pour Coke into a bottle without naming it. They pour Pepsi. Everybody preferred Pepsi. Everybody said this one is better. When they found out that it is Pepsi, their face became awe because everybody loves the Coke brand perception. And yet, when the label was removed, they thought the, the Pepsi is the best. Perception is reality for many people. How people think of you is called reputation. That is why Jesus said, let your works shine before men, your good works, so that they will see because of reputation. Now, the ability to do works of good is based on opportunity. He says, whilst we have opportunity, let us do good. So, your ability to take advantage of the opportunity and show forth good works is also dependent on your mindset, your perception of what you see as opportunity. You will see a gentleman, handsome like this, okay, not dressed in suit and tie. And you, you, you watch her and say, sister girl, come. And you go like, check you. In my work in the banking field, I realized something. The very wealthy in society in Ghana, they dress like this. Most of the time, we're shorts. And they come to the bank and they are very humble. They are wannabes. The contagious. They come to the bank. When you check his account, maximum 100,000 CDs. Please sit down. Maximum. Hundred thousand cities. But when you open the account of somebody and you see three million Ghana cities, that is the CD account. You go, I I'll mention the person's name. When I entered the bank, somebody who was very popular in Ghana called me to his house to open an account for him. And then, as at that time, 2007, he put, no, February 2008, he put uh, 100,000 pounds in that account, dollar account. That was my first account I opened. In 2012, I remembered, so I decided to check the account. It has not been touched. I called him. As I said, my name is so-and-so. Do you remember you made me say, I don't remember. Say, He has $100,000, uh, pounds, not dollars. He doesn't think about it. He has forgotten. So I decided to check, type his name into the system. And I noticed that he had like 10 accounts. Most of them have not been touched. There's only one account he touched, the CD account. And the amount inside, I can't mention it here for security purposes. He's forgotten most of the accounts. Yes, Two was in dormant. When I checked, 
the amount inside is way bigger than the I said, but this man, so why did you open? I said, sir, it's not good to be opening multiple accounts. You are wasting your money. Why won't you invest? He said, do it for me. Invest, treasury bills, whatever. Let, let me know. Do it for me. Whatever. You. When you give the money, 50 cities to a church from mate, you are monitoring him. Mate, 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 my change. Mate, I've told you five times. You are pretending as if you are. May you escape that life. May you escape that life. I picked an Uber, and I asked, like, when we were, I asked, like, how much? I, uh, it was, I think it was 200 CDs I had in my wallet. And I gave him the money. He said, boss, I don't have much. I said, don't worry, take it. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. I said, because of 200 CDs. My saddest encounter it was when we were at Omega. I called around five. I needed PK. I said, Go on. They said, Wapo, they went to call him. He rushed. He came. I gave him 20 CDs for that PK. That's such a small PK. He said, He doesn't have change. I said, You should take it. He knelt down. He started crying. He said, Because of you, I will eat today. He said, I was going home to drink water to sleep the whole day. Nobody has bought anything. May you escape that life. The next time you are pouring food away, remember that somebody has not eaten. Learn to gather your leftovers. Go to the street. Give it to people. Okay? Okay? Stop throwing food away. Stop cooking plenty and wasting it. Some of you have food from 2022 in your freezer. The 10 minutes I took is over. Have you been blessed? Yes, God. Ladies, give me a point. Let me throw it against the guy so that you'll be happy. There is no point to throw. Guys, wash your boxes. Be changing your boxes. Wash it. Stop proposing to two or three girls in the same church. Stop giving girls hope in the church. Who are and those? later on choosing other people. Who are those? It's not righteous. Stop sending messages to the people. Oh, you are my queen. We will rule the world together. Hey, we will move you together. Ritual, please. Massa, rule in your territory and build capacity. And stop troubling the girls. And when you go to one girl and she bounces you, 
heal. Don't quickly jump to the next person because you want to use her as plaster. Plaster relationships don't work. I hear a call has been using pictures to. Hey, it's true. He told He's been me. Posting, posting the pictures so, as as a. your crashes in the church are a lot. Also for some. I hear you'll be using prophecy to and the waves on your head. Write this down and let's go home. Without the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, you deny yourself access to opportunities and open doors. The Holy Spirit is a spirit of God and he is the number one investment of God in your life to help you achieve your destiny and he is the one who opens the doors of opportunities for your life. Anybody who wants to live a Christian life without deliberate fellowship of the Holy Spirit is going to deny himself access to opportunities and open doors. Do you understand me? If you are somebody who likes to just wake up in the morning, Father, thank you for a beautiful day. You put on some nice worship song and then you get up without making time to actually fellowship, honor, talk to the Spirit of God. You are going to deny yourself access to the opportunities of time because he who controls times and seasons is the Lord God Almighty. He is the Spirit of God. It is to your advantage, says Jesus Christ, that I go away so that the helper, the Holy Ghost, will come. It means that the Holy Spirit is your, therefore your number one opportunity and advantage to success in life. He said, it is expedient, it is good for you, it is advantageous for you that I, Christ, I go. So that the promise of the Father, the Spirit of God, will come back on humanity. Because he is the avenue by which Christ Jesus administers his kingdom through your life. Anybody full of the Holy Ghost is somebody full of wealth and riches. Because that person is going to be guided in life. John 14 said, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you. So he will guide you. Show there's opportunity here. Apply to this company. Do this course. Invest in this cryptocurrency. And around this time, buy out because it will crash after this period. He is the one that is going to give you wisdom, counsel. That is why he's called the spirit of counsel and might. He's going to counsel you what to do and what not to do. Praise the Lord. Job 33 verse 4. He said, the spirit of the Lord has made me and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. If the spirit of the Lord has made you and you fellowship with him, then he is going to make you. He is the maker of men. The spirit of the Lord has made me. Job 33 verse 4. 
the Spirit of the Lord has made me and I pray for you that in this season of opportunities and open doors, may the Spirit of the Lord begin to draw you deeper and closer to himself and may he open doors of opportunities for you. I pray that God, the Spirit of God will make you. May he make your destiny. May he make your destiny. May he make your education, your marriage, all that concerns you. I pray for you under this atmosphere that in the name of Jesus, the Holy Ghost, whom Jesus says when he comes, will dwell with you, guide you, and reveal all truth to you. May he make you. May he make you. Amen. May he make you. Amen. In this season, may he make you. Amen. Jesus told Peter, follow me and I will make you. Guess what? Jesus left and left the work for the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit came, the same Peter who, was, who couldn't catch fish and was struggling, spoke and 3,000 souls in one day. My goodness. My goodness. This same Peter who was running away from a simple girl now walked on the streets and people brought their sick that his shadow will fall on them and they recovered. The Spirit of the Lord will make you. He is a maker of men. You need the fellowship of the Holy Ghost. You need to deliberately make time. Don't give the time that you don't need to God. Give the time. Quality time. You are a lady. If your boyfriend only talks to you when he's feeling sleepy after work and he's talking to you, Christine, how did your day go? Will you, will you be happy? Why then do you give the time that you are feeling sleepy to God that you are fellowship? He doesn't see it as fellowship. Why do you give the time that you are in a hurry to go to work? Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, thank you for leaving today. Um, hey, where is my boy? Holy Spirit, Abanabu. Please sit down. That is not fellowship. That is not fellowship. You make quality time. That if you if you must leave the house at five, wake up at three. Wake up at three. Okay. If and if you you can't do one hour consistently, at least make it thirty minutes. Quality time. Thirty minutes. Worship. Read the word. Pay attention. When you are done praying, give some five minutes or ten minutes. Sit down quietly. Chat with the Holy Spirit in your heart. Let him get the opportunity to talk back to you. Don't be in a hurry to read ten chapters of the Bible without keeping one in your heart. It's useless venture. I've taught you how to read the Bible. There is, a, there is one part, you read it like newspaper. You are just reading for information. Then, But the devotion time Imagine your girlfriend sit beside you. Evan. And I went to school and everything happened. And then and then and then and then and then okay, I'm done. Two hours. I'm gone. Will you stay in that relationship? Will you call it a relationship? That is how you pray. Father, make a way for me. Make a way for me. Make a way. Shaba, shaba, shaba. Let's say that shaba means make a way for me now, now. It means make a way for me now. Now, now. Shaba, 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 shaba. 
that is why you are not seeing results. The Holy Spirit is grieved. Grieve not the Holy Spirit. Nobody builds a relationship by that way. Pray in the language of the Spirit, but pray in the language of the Spirit. Lord, I love you. You think when you make them, because you are in a hurry. It's not fellowship. You are trying to satisfy your conscience and God does not recognize it. Offer to the Lord an acceptable sacrifice. What you are offering is not acceptable. And I always say, you a lady, you spend time with Sylvia. She's your girlfriend. And you are working. And you are just even if you are talking normal, she will tell you, Master, why are you not making time for me? But we are together. Why is not time? you want a full attention. Why do you give God your half attention? And those of you who speak in tongues, you put your tongues on you are doing all other things. It's not fellowship. It's not prayer. Make time for God. Tell your neighbor, make time for God. Make time for God. He wants to Job chapter 33 verse 4. The spirit of God has made me and the breath of the almighty gives me life. The breath of the almighty gives me life. It's the same Holy Spirit. The breath of God yeah. is the same Holy Spirit. And he gives you, in other words, when you make time for him, because he's going to give you life. Jesus put Paul put this way, in the same spirit. Yeah. That gave life or that raised Jesus from the grave dwells in you. Then that same Holy Spirit Chose you. In the same way, you think you chose that girl. She chose you. 
when that day she intentionally wore that dress that attracted you, she noticed where you, she, she programmed you. Hey, and said, when I wear man. this dress and put on this uh, cologne and I shake my body like this, she would, he will call me at her service. He will come and say hi. He has money to you, he knows you. It's a bit. And the bailer has caught the bailer. Master, you think you got her? You actually believe that you got her? Hey, didn't you see him already? Didn't you say that this guy is a fine guy? And say you, I, I'll get you. Don't worry. I will get you, and you will know that I got you. Say in this week, I will make time for the Holy Spirit. I will make time, will make time for, for the Holy Spirit. Because the Spirit of the Lord must make me. The breath of the Almighty must give me life. This week, this week every opportunity, every opportunity and open door available in Christ for my destiny, I will access by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. attention. If the Holy Spirit doesn't open that door, the best will happen is that it will end in tears. But if the Lord opens that door, no one shuts. Do you hear me? And I pray for you that the Holy Spirit will open doors that no man can shut. 
when the Holy Spirit opens a door for relationship, for education, for marriage, you see that he has no sorrow. He equips you to overcome the adversaries that are in the doorway. He equips. He empowers. He will empower you with knowledge, with wisdom, with know-how, with skill, and with ability. He will empower you with the right attitude. You will know how to sustain that blessing of the open door. Not every door must, op must open. Some doors must remain shut because doors are not just legal access. Sometimes doors are restrictions. Sometimes doors represent an atmosphere of negativity and they must be shut. Do you understand me? There are certain doors that must never be opened because they will lead you astray. So it is wisdom to know which door accrues to your advantage and which door must remain shut. Do you understand me? Doors that, that open and close must remain closed to certain people. Doors are not just opportunities. Doors come in the form of people, situations, and circumstances. Do you understand me? I want you to pray throughout this week that, Father, any door that must never open in my destiny and in my lifetime, let them remain shut. And let the doors that must remain open, remain open. In the book of Isaiah 60, he says that your gate will never be shut. It shall remain open so that kings will break, come in triumphant with their possessions. But there are doors too that must shut to demonic entity. The doors of your dream life must remain shut to demonic entities. Do you understand me? The doors to certain aspects of your life must be shut to the wrong people and be open to the right people. May the door of your marriage never open to wrong and fake people. May any human being who is not serious, who is going to waste your time, not become your partner in life. I pray for you, ladies. The things I read on and I hear, they are deadly. I follow some people. Be. <laughs> some of the things, I wonder whether it's happening in Ghana or whether it's a story that people are just making up. Hey, may negative doors never open in your life. May the Spirit of the Lord make you. May God open doors of opportunity for you. May every door of curses remain shut and may doors of uncommon blessings open to you. As you go through this week, I shield you with the name of the Lord. I shield you. I shield your health, your life, your destiny with the presence of the Lord. I pray for you that God's blessings will remain upon you. As a student, may the Spirit of the Lord make you. As a worker, may God open doors of favor for you. As somebody looking for employment, may heaven and the Spirit of the Lord open the doors for the right jobs for you. May your heart be connected to divine blessings. May your footsteps be ordered by the Spirit of the Lord. I bless you with the atmosphere of favor. In Jesus' name. 
Thank you for listening. If you were blessed by this message, share it with someone so they can be blessed too. We look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at Zion Impact Ministries.